This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on the 15th day of January 2021. Fed cattle traded $3 lower compared to last week on a live basis. Prices on a live basis were primarily 108 to 110, while dress prices were mainly 172 to 174. The five area weighted average prices through Thursday were $109.52 live, down $1.96 compared to last week, and $173.06 dressed, down $2.96 from a week ago. A year ago, prices were $124 live and $199.07 dressed. Fed cattle prices took a step back this week while box beef prices were finding some footing. It has been clear for nearly 10 months that cattle feeders have little to no leverage as packers have wheeled the market in the direction they desire. The question on many market participants' minds is if the tide will ever shift such that cattle feeders can wheel their way to higher fed cattle prices. There may be many ways for this to happen, but the most direct would be for fewer cattle in the pipeline. This may be the reality in a few months if the beef cow herd shrank and fewer heifers were retained in 2020. This is not something that will fix it itself overnight, but some of the preliminary information points that direction. At midday Friday, the choice cutout was $213.62, up $0.25 cents from Thursday and up $7.07 from a week ago. The select cutout was $203.15, up $2.08 from Thursday and up $6.23 from last week. The choice select spread was $10.47 compared to $9.63 a week ago. Wholesale beef prices received a nice bump this week for both choice and select grade beef. The strength in the market is being led by the rib and loin primal, which are both more than $11 per hundredweight higher than last week. The chuck and short plate are also providing some support for the higher price as the chuck is nearly $7 higher than last week and the short plate values have increased more than $5. The round primal value is nearly $2 higher than last week, but the small increase is not much of a driver for higher prices. The brisket and flank primal cuts are essentially unchanged from last week. The strength in the beef market this time of year generally comes from the chuck and the round, but middle meats continue to provide the support in the current market. There is no way to know for certain what is driving middle meats, but it could be related to the pandemic. Discretionary spending is still not back to normal, with many consumers being forced to stay near home. Thus, some consumers may be using the extra dollars to eat higher on the hog, or the beef in this case. Calf prices appeared to be slightly stronger this week compared to last week, while feeder cattle prices were softer. Slaughter cow and bull prices were also softer compared to a week ago. Since Christmas, January feeder cattle futures prices have declined to $8 per hundredweight. Similarly, March feeder cattle futures contract prices are approximately $9 per hundredweight lower, while the August contract has only lost $5 over the same time period. The feeder cattle market has come under serious pressure the past few weeks, despite deferred live cattle futures gaining traction and trading higher. A simple analysis of the situation would be that higher corn prices are the culprit for lower feeder cattle prices, given the positive movement in deferred live cattle futures. Corn futures prices have increased more than a dollar per bushel since the middle of December. If it is assumed that an animal will consume 50 bushels of corn while in the feedlot, then the $1 increase in price means it will cost $50 more in feed costs. That increase would essentially mean that a cattle feeder has to pay $6 per hundredweight less for an 800-pound steer if everything else remains the same. However, this simple analysis has not considered corn basis, which appears to be strengthening. Strengthening basis further increases the cost to feed cattle. Feed cost is not the entire story. Looking at expected feedlot profitability at the most basic level for cattle being placed in January, there appears to be about $50 per head profit in cattle feeding. However, this calculation omits costs associated with mortality and morbidity, as well as a few other costs. The point of this is that cattle feeding margins are tight and probably even negative for some feedlots. The feeder cattle market has a lot going against it at this point, but not all optimism has disappeared. 
Producers should keep their eyes on the market and evaluate potential opportunities. A question was asked this week concerning what the price would be for a certain weight class of cattle a few months down the road. Part of the question focused on how to predict prices. There is some information that can be used to make a prediction of what prices will be at a certain time. The key to predicting prices is starting with where prices are today and then using historical price tendencies such as seasonality of prices to determine the direction prices are expected to move and the magnitude of that move. Futures prices can then be used along with historical basis values to estimate what prices will be for live cattle or feeder cattle. After these two things are done, the person attempting to predict prices can consider the basic supply and demand factors for beef and cattle to fine-tune the prediction. Predicting prices is more useful for price risk management than long-term planning. The only guarantee in a prediction is that it will be wrong, unless the prediction is a range, and that will probably be wrong too. This is Andrew Griffith reporting from the University of Tennessee Institute of Agriculture on Friday, January 15th.